0: Hey, my coffee's really shit. Maybe you should take a sip. No.
1: <laughs> you might like it. Never. <laughs> just because I don't like it, you might.
0: Who's going to try something after someone else has just said how shit it is?
1: You love it.
0: <laughs> you love it.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode three of Fuck Them Fish. How are you all friends? So this is a podcast for anybody who has any ADHD or any other neurodivergency or maybe you uh, know somebody or you are lucky enough to be married to somebody or be in a relationship with somebody who has ADHD Ooh. or you may think And we're finding this actually is a really large portion of our audience. People who think they've got ADHD, people who are listening to the episodes and saying, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That could be me. So episode three today, also known as My Brain Isn't Noisy, My Husband's Face Is. I
0: came up with a cracker there, didn't I? Yeah,
1: that was a good one, wasn't it? Um, We actually have a bit of a theme tune for today, don't we? Um, I think actually today's episode is going to be brought to you by the artist Pink, the motorbike that just went past because no matter what we do for soundproofing, we cannot drown out motorbikes. How many motorbikes go past here whenever we're recording? For fuck's sake. So, Lockie, the world wants to hear, what's it like being married to the amazingness of me.
0: No, it's not actually. It is, however, both challenging and rewarding. Uh, I think
1: fucking hell, I sound like a bad hobby. Well, challenging and rewarding, a bit like rock climbing freestyle.
0: To be fair, let's let's jump in the deep end to begin with, because we did say that this podcast was going to be real. Um, we will jump straight at the fact that COVID was hard.
1: Oh, uh, so am I, just for everybody listening, we have not. I have to say we haven't compared notes on what we're going to talk about today.
0: None, but we're going to just go for it. Yeah. Um. So COVID was hard. There will
1: be a lot of editing.
0: We, if we're going to be honest about the podcast, when we would have to be upfront and say that during COVID we did, I don't want to say separate because it's like, other room separating. We slept in different beds.
1: Different buildings. And we have a granny flat out the back.
0: And we took time to reflect and sit within our own thoughts for a little while.
1: Does this have anything to do with a neurodivergence or just COVID being difficult for every marriage and every relationship out there?
0: It's got to do with everything. Okay. Because when you think about it, we took time to... I guess, have a think about where we were in life. And this was also prior to getting your diagnosis. Yeah. We didn't know. No. And so that goes back to that discussion of all the wrong tools.
1: Yeah. yep, yeah, that's true. I'm trying to use neurotypical tools to, um, you know, assist with, I'm not going to use the word fix deliberately, but assist with um, neurodivergent challenges, I guess. Although, you know, this is something that, is important when you're a partner of uh, somebody who then gets a late diagnosis. It is important that you don't suddenly then distill any challenges that happen to that diagnosis because it's not. It's not the be-all and end-all. So I think it's really important to oh, absolutely, absolutely. Know, to, to just put that out there.
0: I think we're, the reason why I want to bring like that we're up... we're going there, aren't we? Hmm. Well, <laughs> I, think the, I think the reason it's... I want to bring that up is because what I, one thing that I remember saying to you specifically was that I was emotionally tired and that's because when you are going through those phases of trying to figure something out with the wrong tools, I was just wearing myself out and it wasn't fair on me, it wasn't fair on you and it wasn't fair for the small child because I didn't know how to fix things and I shouldn't be trying to fix things all the time. No, you shouldn't. Um, But not having the right tools definitely aided in my I guess, running down of myself because I couldn't figure it out instead of Googling and having a million things on my phone open as to, you know, what went wrong today and why didn't I get this right? Now I can focus on certain things. Like I understand triggers. Mm
1: -hmm. I don't understand
0: all your triggers and I don't always get them right. And I can honestly say that I'm not the most.
1: Shall we talk about what happened in the pantry the other day?
0: No. Um, yeah, probably. I'm not going to say that I understand enough to be able to not trigger you. However, I am aware of them now and they're things that I can then look at, research, figure things out and try and put things in place so that I can help support you with that. Now, on that, I want to show you – this actually cracked me up the other day. Hmm.
1: This, Remember, this is an audio media. It is. I'm going to show <laughs> you
0: three memes. Right and I want you to explain to the listeners what you're seeing and legitimately we'll just talk them through. So here's number one.
1: All right. (laughs) All right, look, we will post this on our socials. Um, You saw after the last episode we put everything up on the socials. Um, I am getting way overboard in Canva. This meme... It's a picture of a lion and a lioness. And the lioness is, you know, she looks like she, like she's about to take a chunk out of his face. And above her, it says, where are my shoes? <laughs> and then the lion at the, says, look, honey, let's be rational here. But, I mean... <laughs> I mean that's a thing. Yep, that's, that's, a, that, that's a real thing. What's the second one?
0: It, it is a real thing and that's, so the reason I, I saw that the other day and I thought that just cracked me up. So I found three to talk through today. Yeah. The reason why that's relevant is because as per one of the songs that I've put up, when you can't find your keys or your phone or your purse, <laughs> it is legitimately everyone else's problem that they can't be found.
1: No, that's not fair. You will stomp in just, and out of the house. I'm lou- I look for them loudly. Very loudly. Yes. I look for them loudly. Would you and say, I get angry at the world. Would you say that I can't find them?
0: You look for them louder than my faces.
1: <laughs> Potentially.
0: <laughs> because we've even been in the situation where I'm like, here, just take my keys because we have a set each. And you're like, I don't want your keys. They legitimately do the exact same thing. They sit in your pocket, you press the car button. I don't put them in my
1: pocket. But I have also said, can I just have your keys? And you're like, no. So that's happened as well. But the amount of places
0: we find your keys is shocking.
1: No, they're generally in like the same places.
0: The kids' swimming bag, the gym bag. mm
1: -hmm.
0: You've left them in the car and been mad that you couldn't find them. But they've been in the car. They've been in jacket pockets. They've Mm -hmm. been in pant pockets. Yeah. they have just been in random places. You've left them in shops and still said that I had your keys, and we've had to go back <laughs> and find them.
1: Hey, remember that time I left my handbag at security at the airport? Yeah, a couple and of be- weeks. It ago. became a
0: theme of our trip, <laughs> where the small child would just turn around every kind of fifteen minutes and go, "Hey, mum, got your handbag? Yeah. Little cow bag? It um Thought got
1: they were very got, funny these two. Did. Got
0: unfunny quickly. Yeah. So that was the reason for that meme is because that can come up quite quickly, the way that that trigger, you can just turn like that and the king of the jungle is no longer the king of the jungle. You
1: reckon you're the king <laughs> of the jungle?
0: <laughs> just going by the look <laughs> on his face. If you, could exp- like, if you could see the look on this lion's face. So you think face, you're the lion? He's, not, he's okay. not real happy, is he? No, he's, he's looking, looking a little bit
1: sheepish, all. to be honest. Um, yeah, but the thing is what you don't get, and this is where I'm going to talk to my NeuroSpicy thanks Rachel. i do like neuro spicy um uh friends uh or listeners is that i'm not angry at you i'm angry at myself that yet again i've lost my f- fucking gaze
0: but that's the thing and i'm so mad
1: about it but i'm not mad at you Everyone... but then you won't leave you always insist on inserting yourself into it you're like what what is it have you looked here and i'm like just fuck off and leave me alone while I stomp around looking for my keys. And then I will yell at you when I can't find them. That's when you can come in.
0: But it's that thing where everyone will just automatically, is that... Fright or flight kind of response. Mm. And it's it's real when someone comes in pink the that at that point in, and that height of. I just want to say, I
1: can't tell the difference between fight or flight.
0: This isn't a singing show. No, singing but it's show.
1: from the pink song.
0: Okay. Enough about M. Roshiano. Enough that about pink. Me. It Don't will happen. I didn't even no, mention you're like bringing Although, people into our say, podcast.
1: Can we say that M. Rusciano saved our marriage then? No. I think we can. Mm.
0: No hashtag no, until she starts liking until she starts liking things. She gets no cooties she until she interested. starts liking things.
1: Ooh, I'm going to go see her this Wednesday. I'm so excited. I'm don't, going to don't see don't her at excited. the press
0: club. Don't be excited until she woos you.
1: No, she's look, look.
0: You're going to wear your t-shirt, aren't you?
1: Wait, oh, my fucking hell, one. Yeah, probably. Um, but. You know, this is the thing, and all joking aside, right? I am joking about it because just cause somebody just cause I'm there saying, Hey, and then you know, this podcast was really important to me and I did she doesn't owe me shit. Like she, no, doesn't, she doesn't have to. She doesn't anything. owe me anything. It's just funny because it's just funny. These yeah.
0: people who are listening don't understand what you are like in the face of celebrities.
1: Oh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Are we side questing into We can celebrities? side quest about how oh, you I've just made a dick of myself so just, many times?
0: I've never seen someone just lose all ability to function yeah. just at the sight of someone.
1: I'm generally fairly eloquent and I'm generally really good in like rapid situations. I can think really fast. I can just, you know, think of funny things to say except for...
0: One of the funniest ones that I can remember, we couldn't even see him. He was behind a giant fence that was all tarped up because it was a...
1: You're not uh, about Guy Sebastian, are I was
0: going to say let's call him Shmashma <laughs> <laughs> but you've let, let, let the cat. And just hearing his voice, and you were like,
1: <laughs> "That's not even true, not true." And it, legitimately, chick, I was walking over to say hello to him, and he was there and was all happy. And that chick shoved me from behind. You still and couldn't that's even That's why see I went him. flying into him. No, that was when I could see him. And I went flying, almost basically fell over. And that's when you were like, oh, my God, you're in such a rush that you just fell over yourself. And it's like, no, she shoved me from behind.
0: You know how you choose your own adventure and you choose to have a better outcome of a story?
1: No, that's what happened. Yeah, because I remember looking at his face as I face planted pretty much into the floor.
0: That's what happened.
1: And then I walked away. And he was behind the fence at first. But then he came out and there was that whole thing where he was out for a few minutes for people to be able to say hello. That chick realised it. Yes, I like Guy Sebastian, but like she's my shmashman. She obviously really liked him and she shoved me and I went flying and then I was so embarrassed that we didn't go up and speak to him. But he was actually outside. How about Kevin Rudd? Not a celebrity, by the way, but how funny was that when I met him?
0: Well, it was funny in the sense that he couldn't try to be further away from you. (laughs) At a point in time for a photo, then, <laughs> then I don't think I've seen anything in comparison.
1: It was just funny getting that photo in the end because I like, so did not want a photo with he, me. It he just re- made me want one.
0: And there's like a photo of him leaning as far away from you as possible. One of the greatest photos I think I've seen of all time.
1: <laughs> it was a pretty good photo. Yeah. Schmuck. Well, you should have seen when I met, what's in my Clinton and when I was like a police officer over in the UK. That was embarrassing. Managed to make a right to myself there. Mm hmm. Yep. That was embarrassing. We won't talk about that, actually. It was very embarrassing. I was in the papers. Very embarrassed. And I ended up with Tony Blair. Um, We ended up doing that weird dance thing, you know, like where you can't, like he was trying to go one way, then I went that way and the crowd had surged and I was supposed to be stopping the crowd surged. I was 19 at the time. And... You know, like the crowd surged, the uh, MI5 people or whoever they are, you know, like the Secret Service people have been like, watch out for that guy. He's got his hand in his jacket. Keep an eye on him. I'm like, oh, okay." 19. I'd been in the police for like three and a half minutes. And then Tony Blair comes up, the crowd surged, lose sight of this guy. One of the special service people comes up, grabs the guy's arm, pulls it out of his jacket. And then in the meantime, me and Tony, are there just dancing, like going side to side. And then he went, uh... Hello, and I decided that was the time to go. You're all right. How's it going? It wasn't even Australian. Not how I talk. Not something I would have even ever said. And yeah, I think that's I your got real voice, and all this is the fake. Shit ripped out of me by all of my colleagues for months after that.
0: So I think the thing I was
1: accused of embarrassing the service. Oh, that's. I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> Not oh, a good moment. <laughs> really wasn't.
0: But yeah, so we do know. What were we that talking about? You are not great with celebrities.
1: No, I'm really not. Oh, M, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm. I'm really not. So when I see her at the National Press Club on Wednesday, <laughs> I am going to be trying to hide in a corner. Actually, that'll be the day um our neck like episode two comes out. So we're recording this bit just before. So the day episode two comes out. I will be at the press club with Shmem Shmishmishmano. Well not with her, just like, you know, because I think it's important what she's got to say. Nothing ever comes here to Canberra either, so plenty of I was just excited. No, it doesn't. Very few things come to Canberra. Just because six the musical came to Canberra enjoyed that. Did. It yeah. did. Actually, Jimmy Reese is coming soon. We should see if we could go to go get tickets to that. That'd be funny.
0: Hey, Jimmy. Listen to our podcast. I don't, Sh- I don't,
1: I don't imagine a shmimi-shmiss. shmimi, shmice. shmimi shmice. <laughs>
0: let's, let's I'm going to have fun listening. with this today.
1: Oh, God, it's going to not stop, is it? Um, what were we talking about? Okay. So the so meme. So she saved our marriage. That's what we're talking about. Got a meme. There's a lion. I'm a lioness is what I think I'm so hearing. So it's got
0: nothing to do with M. Rusciano, but the meme is you basically oh, at yeah. any point in time that trigger can happen.
1: I can go from one to a million.
0: And... Quite often I don't know what, why or the reason.
1: You see, now that annoys the shit out of me as much as anything else because they are actually almost, it's like the same four reasons over and over again. My face. And one of the reasons I get so mad is because you don't learn from it. You don't kind of go, okay, cool. So for the last 15,000 or so times, Callie's had a really strong reaction to this. Maybe I, th- I won't do it another time. I think time? this is
0: a good time to bring in the other day. So I thought Callie had seen me oh, sneak you into the about, pantry. No.
1: Okay, we need to, mm. be careful how you tell the story.
0: One of the 15 million times I've known of a thing. Don't scare Callie. At any point in time, don't, don't ever jump make me out jump. and no. go boo. Don't ever. sneak
1: up. You deliberately walk really quietly. You have ninja feet and then it's not natural. It is not natural. You're like a ghost. It's horrible. And then I turn around and just live in my life and I turn around and all of a sudden there's this person in the corner of my room or whatever room I'm in, of course I'm going to shit myself. Not funny. Those TikToks or fricking fuck TikToks, the, the it. reels or whatever you where shouldn't people put a ring on it. Are like deliberately make their partners jump, not funny.
0: No, and so what had happened not funny. was I heard you coming down the stairs and you were like, small child, what's going on? She was just watching television and you're like, we're going to have to go wake your dad up soon. And I thought, actually thought you'd see me scuttle through the kitchen. Because I just sat there in the pantry and then it looked like you looked at me, but you hadn't and you pressed the coffee machine and then you realised I was there and I was just staring at you and I shouldn't have just been standing there quietly staring at you from around the corner. Were
1: you standing there?
0: Well, I wasn't levitating.
1: Why don't you describe the position of your body at this particular point in time?
0: Like a creepy person.
1: You were crouched Hugged by the wall. You were crouched down behind the corner of the wall like a person does when they're about to jump out and go, Wah!
0: But I would never jump out.
1: Why would no... you crouch down? If you were just stood because I in thought the pantry, you'd seen me. Well, even then, why would you crouch down and go, "Hee hee hee,"
0: as I ran through the kitchen. That's what I honestly How? thought.
1: We have walls. Yep. I'm putting a wall up around your face. I
0: took some of those walls out. Anyway, thought you'd seen me didn't
1: I don't believe immediately. You I think you you just did your old thing because you used to do this shit to me a lot.
0: Did I jump out and scare you?
1: No, because I think you realised no. at the last minute that you'd made a grave no, error. I
0: legitimately thought you'd seen my face. No. And then once again the reaction was, oh, fuck no. that's what I'm married. And you ran off very angry, slammed some doors and did not speak to me. For I think I
1: screamed, bit. That is not fucking funny, and then ran upset and <laughs> all upset because she was like, What's happened? And I was so triggered, Is a good word, that I couldn't even, I could barely breathe. It is not funny.
0: That's why I wanted to show that first meme to show that at any point in time, a trigger can happen. And sometimes it's because you're just worn out from the day. Because for anyone, emotional regulation is tough. We've had big days or we don't have enough sleep. It's hard, right?
1: Yeah, it's hard. But... You know, and the sleep thing is really bad lately. I'm no
0: good when I haven't had sleep. I can be a grumpy ass.
1: <laughs> oh, good of you to admit it. You're a shocker when you haven't had sleep. You, you, I think as well, you hide behind your persona or I'm a really good guy, which you are, by the way. I'm never ever going to take no, it away from you. No, I've got a persona now. But you definitely think that means that on the times when you're not a good guy, you've got a hall pass.
0: There's no hall pass. Now that I've wound you up.
1: I'm wound up. <laughs> fucking raging. Can't
0: can't deal with some honest truths.
1: It's Here not, is. What? I'm sorry, what? Who can't hey, deal with honest truths? Like, you were a dick. We're right, going to okay, move Okay, that's the truth that everybody's dealing with. Okay, good. Are you ready yeah. for
0: meme two? Mm hmm. Meme two. It'll be sure? fucking funny now because hey, I'm wound up. Are yep. you putting it away?
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, this one, I might make this my new fucking profile picture. Um, picture of Lisa Simpson stood there like, you know, with her arms out, and it says, my boyfriend staring at me. Me. What, dumbass? Want to fight?
0: <laughs> Legitimately.
1: Legit. kid's the same, though. She she hates it when you look at her. She's You just obviously a very lucky. But it you're doesn't matter staring. what look I
0: have on my face. The it's amount so of times I've had creeper. that, like, loving look on my face, look across at you, and you're like, stop staring at me. You're a creep.
1: Oh, it's just weird. Well, you don't just look and then look away. You look and then you keep looking, and it's like four people who
0: oh it could just be lost
1: who move a lot who are constantly bouncing their attention when somebody when it's very unsettling when somebody just it, you can fi- it's like a weight you can feel the weight of a person's attention if it just and, it, and it's and it's like I don't know. It makes my skin grow. I'm just like, I can feel you looking at me. I can feel it. Stop it.
0: It's funny it's though. It's
1: making my skin hurt. People can't see me, but I'm doing my T-Rex thing. You're doing thing.
0: the T-Rex thing. Yeah. This is that part where you go. Hurr. I'm scrunching my arms up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> see, but
0: it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> It's funny though, because this is where the complexities of ADHD gets, um, gets very true. And that's in the sense that if I can look across at you and immediately trigger you, just by my face, whereas in the moments where there is a, a levelling of dopamine and things, you'll be like, why aren't you looking at me? Do I look nice? And And if I don't immediately respond, you just go straight to that trigger of, why don't you look at me anymore? Why isn't that... Why, you, don't, you, you don't look at me anymore. I'm like The last time I looked at you, you put your arms out and went, what, dumbass, want to fight? <laughs> and it's a really hard one to manage because I either... Do look at you or I don't look at you or I look at you too much or not enough and that one resonated with me because it's a real thing that happens so many times
1: do you know what you have just made me think and I don't know if I'm having another flipping brainwave, like realization type thing but I think because as you're talking I'm trying to think it through right I'm trying to go okay why does this happen I think it's because I get frustrated that to me, all of this emotion, all of the complexity is really clear to see like all the different elements of it are really clear to see. And therefore, you know, I can't understand why you don't see them and why you don't navigate around them. Right. And so I guess, I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like you see it as a big smush and it's like a big thing and a feeling and it's a smush to me it's like yeah it's a smush but each individual particle of that smush is really clear and I can see every single bit of that particle of that smush and I could go in and literally weave my way around each particle pull the bits out and go okay cool so that's that and that's that and that's this and that's that and that's that and I'm like why can't you see that why can't you do that and therefore not do that bit which is going to trigger these fourteen particles, but still do those bits which those other particles really enjoy.
0: Brains, right? Brains are awesome the way we interpret things. You can either be on any I think given I've day. Like,
1: this might be a medical breakthrough.
0: On any, any given, given day, you can either be one of those beautiful fucking Monets.
1: I, oh, nobody thinks a Monet's good. Have you never watched Clueless? I cannot believe he just called me a Monet.
0: Do you know why I just said a Monet? Because it just sounded really, really, really fancy. Nah, you just called me a Monet. Clue. There you go. Triggered. A
1: Monet is actually in. Well, I reference Clueless almost on a daily basis. Yes, okay, it's lame. Whatever. Shut up. Don't come for me. Like Christian actually, when when shares like, oh, well, you know, what do you think? And he's like, mm, she's a real Monet. She looks good from a distance, but when you get up close, and you just called <laughs> me a Monet.
0: Who's someone else then? Give me give me give me a nicer one to make me sound smart then.
1: Well, not Picasso cuz they're all freaking fucked up and all over the place.
0: So give me a nice one. Oh, I don't know. See, so what are you complaining about?
1: Okay. Well, so on any given day,
0: lots. you are like a beautiful fucking picture on a wall <laughs> that people look at just just a pretty picture. Oh, or do really? you know do you know how you can buy one of those fucking puzzles and it's just I like I think we're
1: swearing a lot today, aren't we? Let's try and take some of that down a bit.
0: All one color. It's one of those puzzles that are all one colour. And so they're like the impossible puzzles.
1: Oh, like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. They're stupid.
0: See, so on any given day, you can either be like one of those impossible puzzles that have all one colour, and the only thing that differentiates them is if it's not the outside border, then the inside is until you figure out what piece goes where. Or you're like that pretty picture that just sits on the wall.
1: That made absolutely no sense to me. One so is nice, one So you've basically said I'm a bland, pretty kind of just thing on the wall that's just one-dimensional yep. and boring to look yep. at or I'm incredibly boring because I'm all one colour.
0: I mean, that's one interpretation. You're either really nice or you are complex.
1: I'm complex every day. I don't know what you're talking about. You're a puzzle. I think you need to find a better way to explain that because that didn't land for me at all. Well,
0: it's not about you.
1: Well, But but you're trying to explain it to me. Well, but it's it didn't about, land for me. Maybe, you, maybe, it didn't, maybe it didn't land for anybody else. So Where's that? <laughs> Awesome's a bit
0: high. Rude. Anyway, so that's the second meme. Okay. Because at any given time I can just look at you the wrong way. I couldn't even be like sometimes looking at you and you'll still be like, do you want to fight?
1: Sometimes I just need to have a fight.
0: Now this one is close. It's going to get taken out of context a little bit because of what the words are to it. Oh dear! But
1: whenever you preface things like that, we end up in a not good place. It's ways. also a Let's very, a very good one. Let's have a look. <laughs> All right. I don't know why you did the preface because I thought you were it was going to be something really offensive. But it's basically just a black and white line drawing. Um, In two segments, top one is, you know, like a person, indiscriminate who it is, um, looking out of the window, I think it's supposed to be. But it just says, the moon looks huge tonight, looking at a crescent moon. In the next frame, the moon with a frowny face looks back and says, so do you, bitch. (laughs) That's very funny. Yeah, that's very funny.
0: It is a funny one. And I saw that one and that one actually cracked me up the most because I can say... I can easily say the wrong thing without intentionally trying to say the wrong thing and it triggers you immediately. And it's, I don't know whether you're an intimidating person, but you're not an intimidating person to me in the sense that I quite often say I don't get my words right. Mm -hmm. And so where I try to get my words right and I often just dig myself a bigger hole, this person probably shouldn't have said, the moon looks huge tonight. Could have said the moon looks radiant, radiant. The moon looks beautiful. The moon looks amazing tonight. Look how sh- shiny and bright it is. The moon took offence to the way it was described. Yeah. Now, I would never describe you as huge. That's I'm just, Fucking that's better known. not, yeah. But you're a bit like the moon. No. Although I don't think you've got a sea of tranquility. We should have an episode of Meme Wars.
1: I think we just did. We might need to cut half of that out.
0: Might, need Might have to. got a
1: bit boring.
0: <laughs> it's all right. It's funny. Make other people have meme wars. <laughs>
1: um, send us your memes. Send us your memes. Fmfish at Gmail.com. Fmfish at Gmail.com. Send you some memes. You don't, I, was saying it, you don't,
0: don't. I was like doing this that This is what we do with a kid,
1: isn't it? Where like, you know, where I'm like, I've just said that. Why do you have to say it too? Because you know, now it sounds like, like we're picking on
0: it. When people sing and they do that snowball effect.
1: That's You're not about singing in a round.
0: Hmm. Clearly I can't sing and yet I'm strumming the ukulele.
1: Yep. So singing in around, um, which is what I tried to do with London, London's burning the other day with the kid and you, and neither of you had a clue what I was doing.
0: I didn't even know the song.
1: You didn't what? Everybody knows. No.
0: That song. This this is the conversation we had. Is I didn't know the song, and you're like, "How do you not know the song?" And I was like, oh "Because God. where is London? If you've heard of that song before, London's let us so know." Learning, Don't burning,
1: start. Fetch the engine, fetch the engine, fire, fire. No. No. Nope. And then what you hear is is I go, London's burning, London's burning. And then you go, London's burning. And while you're doing that, I go, fetch the engine, fetch the engine. And you're like one bit behind me each time.
0: (laughs) No. I'm glad this became a singing show.
1: Well, actually, it's funny you say that because I cannot get out of my head. Go away, come back. Go away, come. I think it's funny. It's true. And when you were like, hey, I think this song might be our song. I was like, (laughs) it has been for the last 10 years. 13. No because I don't think it was released 13 years ago.
0: No, but things
1: can. Well, maybe it was released before we got together. I don't know. Things can still have, have meaning. Live Google. When was...
0: Regardless of the time, time blindness.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, you shouldn't mock me for my time I'm not blindness. It is actually you. probably one of my strongest ADHD symptoms is time blindness.
0: Well, it's good for me because I've had like 3 birthdays since we've been together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aging well.
1: <laughs> that is unfair. I Always get your birthday. I never, ever get our anniversary. And for anybody who doesn't understand how it works, again, we have actually got an episode planned on time blindness and some of the other symptoms. But for anybody who doesn't get how it works, I spend about a month in the lead up to my anniversary or in the lead up to Lockie's birthday going, right, Write it on the calendar. Put the reminders in my phone. I know when it is. It's on this date. This is what it is, and I order stuff online or I plan things or whatever. And then a week before, I'm like, "We're good." It is a week, and I've kept coming back. But I actually spend that entire month in this state of constant anxiety that I'm about to miss it. Everyone else's
0: birthdays are on the calendar. If only there was this social media thing that would remind you.
1: Yeah, on on the the morning, (laughs) but that's no use to anyone, is it? But yeah, and then we get there and I've planned it and I've probably had stuff arrive and, you know, like, oh, oh, by the way, when we're talking about that, have you used any of your presents that I bought you? Have you used your escape room voucher yet? Got a tattoo? No. Oh, you got the tattoo two years after I bought you the fricking tattoo voucher. COVID. No. COVID. Not just COVID. Don't blame it on COVID. But I got the tattoo. Anyway, Eventually. Um, but yes, and then the day comes around and I get up and I start my day and I just just carry on. I just go about my day. But and that, then I always it, have that It's sinking important feeling. it's
0: important to note
1: in I the beginning really hard. I mean, because
0: you gave me birthdays. I never had birthdays before you. And did you
1: want to talk about
0: that? No, nah, not really. I don't think okay. that's I don't think that's part of the conversation. But no, it's part of you, you, so it could
1: be.
0: You brought in birthdays and so that became an important thing. That was something, you know, that's gonna come into a whole nother episode about um, you know ADHD and the in most relationships people with ADHD spend six months or a period of time being really 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 focused hyper focused on a person
1: oh that yeah okay like that love bombing type thing. yeah and mm-hmm. then
0: just naturally dopamine drops and it just yeah. you just don't spark them
1: that is absolutely yeah we're definitely yeah. going to do an episode about yeah. that and about how boredom is probably ADHD marriage's biggest biggest challenge and I don't want
0: to obviously make that as a big deal because like initially when the birthdays didn't go like they when they got forgotten that was like I
1: never forgot your birthday but I'd be like
0: why why is this a thing that we that you brought to me and then is not important anymore and for a period of time it did really, really, really bring me down.
1: Yeah, I know. And you made and you you made it so obvious. But then whenever I'd be like, "What's wrong?" However, You'd be like, nothing. I don't even want anything for my birthday.
0: Had I known the reasons behind why, probably would have dealt with it a lot better, mm. without a doubt. Yeah. But I didn't know. And so for a period of time, I went through a stage of going, "Well, no, she just it doesn't care," and it's not that you don't care. No. Whereas now, when I look back. And I know what I know now. Mm-hmm. It's far more obvious, and it's not such a big deal, in the sense that, yes, emotionally it kind of it was taxing and it hurt, but it makes sense to me now to go. You haven't forgotten. It's just in that point in time that time blindness comes in, and your brain is focused and fixated on so many other things. That. You can't possibly hold all the things in in one time.
1: Yep. Well, I mean, and plus,
0: mm. right now I'm only 27, so yeah, but loving. Oh.
1: Um. So, I, I think that's really interesting because how long we've we been together? 13. I know. So 13 years we've been together, and we have had a point, and and I don't. They may even be listening, but I've had people like that I've worked with in the past. Actually, it might be a, our mutual friend who used to work at the place that you used to work at. <laughs> where I have so much dread in the lead up to your birthday because I'd be like, I've tried things. I've tried buying like a really expensive watch because I was like, okay, cool. So we, we finally got a bit of money, like the first few years of our relationship. You know, I was studying and working part-time. You were like trading. We were both working in hospitality as well. And we didn't have a lot of money, right? And so, you know, I've tried all sorts of things. I've tried experiences.
0: We're not loaded now.
1: No, we're not. But we're we're comfortable. We are. Come on. Um, But, yeah, so, like, I've tried experiences. I've tried tattoos. Tattoos the only thing I think I've ever got you that I've actually liked. I've tried, obviously, things like clothes and shoes. Let's not talk about the shoes because I've never forgotten that comment that you made. Hey,
0: you bought me Nikes, Nikes. I feel like I just turned into your mum, Mm-hmm.
1: It's the British way of saying it, yeah.
0: The white kicks, and I wear them all the time.
1: Well, what ones didn't you like?
0: The converse ones that people with long feet wear.
1: No, they're just, anyway, so it doesn't matter. But the thing is, you have never, that's the first time you have I've ever even heard an inkling of what you've just said. And what you do, you're the master of laying on a guilt trip. Like the master of it, you're the most passive aggressive person. And it's just like, for years, I was saying to you, you know, what's going on? What's the matter? And that is the first time you've ever said that because I introduced birthdays to you and then you felt like I didn't care about them. Like you could have said that 10 years ago. You could have have said, said, Hey, I just, I feel like, you know, you made a big deal because that was that first birthday you ever had. We did make a big deal out of it. You had a birthday cake with a number one on the top, and all of our friends were there and everything else. Like it was something that was a big deal, and it would have been so normal to be able to, to have just said, you know, you kind of made a big deal out of this. I actually had to overcome quite a few like barriers to get to the point of accepting birthdays because you didn't accept it for a while. You didn't accept the first one. I don't think it might have been. It was. The it one. was.
0: It was a weird concept for me. But
1: yeah. and actually, I. And then you seem like you don't care. Like, what what the fuck? You could have said that at any point, right? Like that, I don't think this is a neurodivergence thing. Yes, we can look at it and say, um, you know, and I think that's the point of this podcast, right? Is like both of our journeys where we can both unpick stuff and go, okay, this is why I'm reacting. Or you can say, this is why that used to really bother me. But now we have different toolkits to deal with it. Um, But like, you could have just said that at any point. And- It would have, it would have, I don't, it couldn't have cured the time blindness, right? But it could have meant that I wasn't constantly thinking, like, like trying to buy you presents for your birthday. Like, it literally, it became something to the point where I would be asking everyone, what can I get him? He hates every present I've ever got him. I hate his birthday. I don't ever want to have to do it because it always just feels like nothing I plan, nothing I arrange, nothing is ever good enough, and then you're there going, well, okay, actually it's because I just feel like you don't really care about it.
0: One want to just throw out there, I did love the watch. watch was amazing. It was just point in time, being a tradesperson and not being able to wear a watch.
1: I believe you have a 10-year-long service leave coming up soon um, and you have not worn that watch. I've worn it. In your office job. I
0: did. I used to wear it especially to go to interviews to make myself look Fancy. snazzier. Mm. Mm. God,
1: I went into a shop and I went, my husband's shit with birthdays and I want to get him something fancy.
0: <laughs> so the, the watch, I did I did really like the watch. I do, really, I do really like the watch.
1: But, yeah, I'm pretty sure you weren't still a tradie when I bought that watch. Yeah, it would have been. Because I wouldn't have been earning money if you were a tradie. I wouldn't have had enough money to be able to afford it. no.
0: Okay. Agree. Anyway, agree to disagree. Yeah, that's fine. I've I am not
1: I'm not disagreeing because I don't I don't remember enough. I don't I don't have enough of a position to hold here because I don't remember.
0: How do I know now what I knew then? Known
1: then what you know now.
0: Had I known? Would I have gone through the same emotional I still don't know the word.
1: Roller coaster roller coaster would experience. I, like
0: would, would I have gone through the same emotional darkness. roller coaster? still trying to figure things out, knowing now what I do. And I don't think I would have. I still don't think I would have dealt with things in the right way. I don't even know what the right way is.
1: Yeah. And, like, you know, I never wanted to get married, right? Like until you. And I say often the only reason we got married is because you refused to fuck off. That was, like, in the nicest way. You didn't give up on me. That's the nice way of saying that.
0: Which is, you know. You know,
1: it's it's a much nicer way to say it. But that's, you know. That's the flipping. It. It's like, no, okay, well, when I'm being awful, he's still here. We were. That was, that was why we got married. Not because, and obviously the love thing, but, you know, like.
0: Both so stubborn that we didn't leave.
1: Mm, I mean, I don't know about that. Um, I think at one point, I remember when we were still in Adelaide, I reckon I broke up with you every month. Because in your head, maybe. No, no, I did. I'd scream at you and I'd be like, no, just and and you wouldn't let me break up with you because you were like, and it's a lot, it's a big credit to you. This is not a piss take here. But um, just on that sidebar, we will do an episode. In fact, we've got multiple episodes planned around um, ADHD and hormones. So now I know, like I never used to understand why I'd be an emotional screaming kind of wreck at you. And you used to always just be so calm with it.
0: I'm not so calm anymore.
1: You're not anymore. However. Nah, you're not anymore. You're actually a bit of a cranky pants.
0: Bit of a cranky pants. Come to the old age. Oh, no. <laughs> Shut the fuck I'm tw- up. I'm 20, 27. <laughs> you're
1: 38.
0: <laughs> but that's, that goes, that, that same regulation of hormones and hormones do play a massive part. Massive. And same thing. Like if you knew now what you knew then, did I get it right no, that time?
1: No, then what you know now. None of the strategies worked and if I had known that there was a neurodivergent element to it, I would have had different different toolkit.
0: The challenges are still there but understanding and working through them is a lot easier now that I know mm-hmm. certain things and certain traits and certain aspects. I'm never going to understand your brain. Well, you wish. And I don't think 100% of the time you understand your brain.
1: Oh, fuck no. Um, I actually... Do you know what I said the other day? Oh my god, I hate myself so much. I actually—I don't know if people remember the um, Intel Pentium processors. Do you remember when like computers were first? Not even first. It was—it was. Oh my goodness! It would have been in the early two thousands, probably. So you probably don't remember. Um, but anyway, again, actually, do you because know what? I'm I just pulled. I just pulled that number out of my ass. I have no idea when it was, but there used to be adverts, and it used to be Intel, and there would be. It would show like a computer and then it would, the word Intel would appear and then a little circle would go around the Intel and it would go boop, 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 boop or something like that. And it'd be like, um, there's an Intel Pentium processor inside. And the idea was that this computer with the Pentium processor, like it could just basically process multiple pieces of data in the blink of an eye, you know, as opposed to like binary kind of processing, like models that would have been previously. There is going to be tech people listening to this go, bitch, please, that's not what it is.
0: You're selling this one.
1: But basically, the ability to just synthesise massive amounts of information into a really neat little user-focused output. I described myself as that the other day. I said, you know, do you remember the Intel thing? i was like an Intel Pentium processor. And they were like, actually, I actually do know what you mean. Did you
0: explain it the same way you just told that story? No. No, I hope it was so much better. I hope it was so much better. Well, it was better because the
1: person I was saying it to, but yeah, so they understood what I was talking about. I think the other person who was in the conversation was like, what the fuck? But she knew, I knew, she got it. But yeah, so I described myself as a Pentium processor. That's how awesome my brain is. It is pretty cool. All the things in...
0: Often all the things all at once.
1: All the things all at once in. And as I say, this is the this is a thing that um that I, I I actually think is a really big positive about my particular experience with ADHD. Whereas um all the things in and generally something legible out.
0: There are so many partners out there who are just trying to figure out what is going on and how to work with their their spouse, their other half, mm. their person. Because I mean, honestly, that's the way I would describe you, and this is the way we have described each other: is you know, you're our, you're like we're each other's person, um, and that's because I know in any crisis situation we can just switch on and work together.
1: We're each other's person in that, like for me, like I said, like you never give up. I'm a, I'm somebody I will just you know, as I kind of said, would have walked away a billion times and then absolutely regretted everything, every bit about that. But like you're, you're our anchor. And I think it's what we talked about before when you were like, well, so I don't, I'm tired of being the anchor. I can't be that anchor all the time. That was what started off uh, when you were saying about you were emotionally tired. You were like, I can't be that person all the time.
0: I think that's because in the situation that we're in,
1: It was fair. I'm not criticising you for saying that. It was absolutely fair.
0: Everything has a point and reason now. And so when we – and it's not all to come back to ADHD. It's not. No, it can't. That diagnosis has given us some very valuable tools in how to work Mm. things through moving forward.
1: Absolutely. And
0: especially, like, being emotionally tired. It wasn't because I was that anchor. Does that just mean I'm weighing you down?
1: No. uh, Stopping me from drifting away. You called me driftwood. You sang driftwood at me (laughs) uh, earlier. If anybody doesn't know those lyrics, your didn't. driftwood I didn't know the hollow lyrics. and of no use. Just the first thing that like popped into seriously. my head. Seriously. Rude.
0: Um Driftwood still has use. People make art out of it. <laughs> People who are currently going through this and trying to figure out where their place is and why they can't seem to be in sync with your partner, it's not easy.
1: No, but the conversation keeps coming up, right? Is it worth getting a diagnosis when you're a bit older? If you can get a diagnosis, it opens that toolkit, that additional toolkit we're talking about. Um, You know, it really kind of cements that. And if you are a person with ADHD, then your partner can they kind of have to pick up those tools in that toolkit, right? If they've previously been a bit resistant. If you are the partner of a person with ADHD and your partner's been the one that's been resistant, they now have to pick up the tools mm. in that toolkit. Going back to what Rachel said, if diagnosis is not an actual thing for you, don't do it through TikTok. You can do that. Self, those self-assessment tools online and if they resonate for you, pick up that toolkit anyway. Even if you can't, get... Your diagnosis yet? Pick up the toolkit, do the self-assessment, and say, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? I have a new toolkit now to add to my existing.
0: 100 percent. There's no point. I mean, I like to make up really random analogies, but it's like why dreadful as well. Quite often, and sometimes they work. What's the point in having a flat pack from IKEA and no instructions?
1: Or a flat pack from IKEA and no Allen key. Boom, that would have been a better
0: one. No, because you've still got the instructions. No,
1: you need the Allen key. It doesn't matter if you've got all the instructions, you've got no Allen key and you've just only got a screwdriver. An, <gasps> Ooh, that's the analogy. What's the point of having a flat pack from Ikea and trying to put it together with a screwdriver instead of an Allen key? Boom, neurotypical screwdriver, neurodivergent <laughs> Allen key. Everybody can't see me. I'm bouncing around the room because I feel like I just won.
0: I think like we've just figured out that ADHD is like, Kia, there is so many
1: presentations
0: and complexities to ADHD that it's not as straightforward as saying, oh, look, I've got that one thing. Yeah, no, it's it's really not. That's not how it works because each individual is going to be different. But there are strategies that will be uh, useful and you can put in place.
1: Yeah. And we didn't say at the at the top of this podcast, we are not professionals. We do like to say that at the beginning of the podcast. So people listening know that we are not giving you professional advice here. We are navigating and we're basically navigating in public. That's pretty much what 100%. we're doing. 100%. Yeah.
0: How many times do we go out? And order a meal and have a couple of drinks, and you'll taste whatever fancy beverage you've ordered, yep. and go, like, nah, it's gross. Yeah, yeah, and just take mine.
1: Yep. And then that I'm, is and then I'm husband left, tax. and then I'm
0: left with the Her the gross drink tax because you've decided.
1: No, because we don't like the same thing. This is okay. I don't oh, yeah. understand so, your so problem you, with so this. So you like
0: my nice drink, and I'm meant to not, I'm meant to like. Lots your, of your people shit drink. like
1: my nice drink. I just don't like it. You eat meat, I'm a vegetarian. Stop like so, ordering shit drinks. Well, you don't know the shit until it gets here. I was uh talking to the kid the other day. She was really upset. So going back to it's not you know, you're not just a partner, you're not just a husband, you are a dad of a person who is neurospicy. And so um I was talking to that to you know the kid the other day and she was really upset because she really internalizes any kind of criticism you have a very stern voice sometimes and there are times when it's just like you need to just back off a little bit but um you know she was upset about that I went upstairs she was in bed and she'd asked me to go back upstairs and she was like dad's always just just gonna get mad at me and and then he'll do his big stern talk at me and you know like and I'm just I just think he doesn't like me very much and, I'm, and I said to her, I said, you know, your dad's a bit special. And I don't know if you, I haven't told you this bit, but with us having fast brains, your dad has gone above and beyond on a daily basis in ways that I don't know many other partners would. It's not because other people are... You know, crap, I'm not saying that. But, you know, I was saying to her, I said, you know, your dad's never going to give up on you. I said, he's ne- he's always going to be there. I said, even though he doesn't understand sometimes some of the challenges and, you know, imagine what it's like for daddy. He's had his, he's got his, you know, me and you, we've both got our fast brains and, you know, sometimes we can be a bit emotional, can't we? We will be a bit cranky. And she's like, yeah. I said, and what does your daddy do? What does Daddy do when we do that? And she said, well, he gets mad. And I was like, yeah, well, sometimes. But what does he do after that? He goes and he tries to find a way. He goes and tries to learn something that can, uh, you know, help that not to happen again. I said, you know, he's pretty special. I said, it's not everybody else isn't like that. I said, but you, one thing you know, no matter what, you know, your Daddy is always going to be there like never going to give up on you and he's always going to try and uh, help you to navigate your fast brain and help him and try to learn more about it. And to tell you that before.
0: It's nice hearing the, the, the different perspective because, to be honest, I feel like I fail at dadding and husbanding and parenting every day. There is something that I do not get right every day. And there was a period of time where that really, really hit me, hit me hard. Like it really brought me down because I just couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. And it didn't matter how I was doing it. And the thing is, the same thing isn't going to work every day. You've got to be able to respond and react and do things differently each time. And there will be things that do work and do consistently work. But it still doesn't mean that it's going to be the thing that you can use every day. And I do. I do honestly feel like I fail at those things consistently every day. But that's why I do put the effort in trying to learn, trying to do the things that I can to make it easier for the family to function and how we do things.
1: Yeah. Well, we think you We, we, we appreciate you.
0: And I guess that's where we can segue into some rewarding things.
1: Well, well, before we do, I think your challenge now is she's getting bigger. She's still a little girl, but she's not a little, little girl anymore. And I think that's the challenge now. How do we add that dimension? Subject to probably multiple podcasts after this. But, like, how do you now, when you are struggling to develop these new strategies and you're just starting to feel like you've got the right strategies in place and she's changing because she's getting older nothing to do with the neurodivergence i mean she is getting spicier as this year goes on but she's actually getting older and your strategies have to change and i think that's where the conflict is coming now is that you're still kind of i've only just developed these strategies and she's like no i actually need you to give me a bit more space now now I need you to, in the way that all of her peers are as well. That is, is not a neurodivergence thing.
0: No, it's not. It is hard though and that's that's a very, you know, I wish I could see inside her brain but I can't. Yeah. And I'm enjoying watching her grow to be honest. Yeah. You know, my upbringing was quite normal, lower class. Nah, I wouldn't say your upbringing say was normal. Normal, but normal was lo- not the thing. Lower class. to the
1: birthday conversation. <laughs>
0: I didn't have any aspirations to go to uni or anything like that. I fell into a trade and that's kind of where I thought my life was going to be. And well, you, you're from
1: a small town in Australia, right? So like you're a country boy.
0: You have studied just about everything that I can think of. Hmm. Every time that you learn the entirety of something, yeah, you switch.
1: Yeah. I learn the things and I love them and they're brilliant and they're amazing, but then I, I don't ever want to stop learning. I, at the moment, I'm not studying anything and it bothers me. It's been a month.
0: You're kind of studying podcast editing. Ah, uh, yes. and
1: I've learned how to do that and the uh, graphic design stuff and things. Very simplistic. It pleases me. The block colours please my brain.
0: Oh, that. I think maybe you should do a little bit more graphic designing because it all started with that octopus. Don't
1: you start on my octopus. I tell you what, I swear to God, you're getting a tattoo with that octopus. It's happening. You just wait. Guess what you're getting for Christmas? It's going to have to be line art. We've had lots of. Um, I've actually had quite a few messages. It's it's it is cool actually. Most of the feedback on the podcast has been via private message. There hasn't been much put at all out privately, and I wouldn't expect it any other way. People are sharing really personal stories, and we respect that so deeply. Don't anybody ever worry that anything you tell us will be given to you, uh, you know, or put out about you on the podcast but anything you send to us trust that we will respect it and we will keep your privacy and you will not um you know you will not be made public so most of the things i've I've had people literally from america i've had people from the uk i've had people in australia lots of people messaging me saying oh my god i think my husband has it or i think my partner has it or i think my uh, wife has it my kid definitely does so i think um I think this partners bit is actually really important. Mm.
0: It's easier when you have people with you. It doesn't have to be a particular someone, but when you have people around you, and you have a tribe. And, and you don't feel alone, yep. at the very least, we yeah. see you and we hear you.
1: We really do. But, yeah, build your neurodiverse tribe because it really does make a difference.
0: So my face may be loud, but your brain is still noisy. <laughs>
1: You are not wrong. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, remember, please share the podcast to people that, that you know. They may just not have told you that they're worried, that they may be neurodivergent. They may not have told you they have a diagnosis, but if you share it, it might actually help somebody's life just to, you know, start to make sense. So please share the podcast. F them fish, ADHD for grownups on both Facebook and Instagram and we also have the TikTok so in the depths of the night or the morning or whenever else and I'm just there going holy shit what have we done what have we committed to why am I spending so much time doing this this is ridiculous I just go I remember the messages I get and I remember the people saying oh my god I needed to hear this and that makes it all worth it so on that note Follow us, like us, share us, and we will see you. Oh, tell us what you want to hear about for the next episode. Loving the ideas coming in. Keep them coming. We are going to do it. Thank you. Bye. Dara Nuna, Dara Yangu Darawari Dindi, Wangara Yin.
0: This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Ngunnawal and Yangri people, and we pay respect to Mother Earth, the footprints that came before us, the ones we follow now, and the footsteps that will guide us long into the future.